Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call, guys. It's great to have you here. There's been something that's been on my mind for the last couple of days now, and it's it's about energy drinks. There's been something that's just kind of been cropping up in my mind, and I kind of go down these little rabbit holes and start to try and connect the dots between A, B, and C, and these different topics, and I've been thinking about energy drinks a lot lately. First of all, what on earth is an energy drink? And more importantly, why do you need them? Or do you need them at all? Over the last probably 10, 15 years or so, this energy drink kind of craze has, it's become more and more popular and it's becoming more mainstream, which means that more and more people are falling into the category of being a consumer of an energy drink. And this is the thing, energy drinks, they are marketed and advertised in a way that they are specifically pushed towards busy people who need more energy, hence the name energy drink. But here's the thing, busy people who need more energy. That's most of us. Even I fall into that category. I'm a busy person and I would love to have more energy. I mean, who the fuck wouldn't? I could eat, I could fall into that category, but I could easily tell myself that I need to fall into that category and that I require more energy. You know, this is all subjective. You know, are you busy? Are you a busy person? Do you have a lot of stuff going on? And this is the thing we need to dissect a little bit more clearly and a bit more with a bit more detail is are you actually busy or are you productive? Because oftentimes they're not one and the same. There's a lot of people running around with their, you know, they think they've got a lot of different things going on. They've got all these different priorities and they're just running in a million different ways. It's like, you know, a chicken with its head cut off. They're just doing a lot of different stuff, but they're not actually accomplishing anything. I could actually help a person like that become a lot more productive without the need for an energy drink, just by prioritizing what it is they actually need to get done, organizing a list of what they want to achieve versus what they need to achieve or complete. And then we look at the energy side of things. How much energy do you have? Again, it's a subjective equation and a response. How much energy do you have? Do you have enough to complete each task that you need to do to a high standard? Yes or no? Do you have enough energy to do your extracurricular activities or training or hobbies outside of work or whatever it is that you do during the majority of your time? Do you have enough? Do you have a surplus of energy? Do you have just enough to get by or are you lacking energy? I can tell you for the majority of people, you are not lacking energy. This is especially true if you are overweight. And I'm not picking on overweight people here. What I am trying to tell you in a scientific and logical manner is, if you are overweight, you do not have a deficit. You are not lacking energy. You are actually in a surplus of energy. Think about it for a second. It is almost, it's not, impossible, it's highly unlikely 
that as an overweight person, you are lacking energy. You're actually consuming more energy than your body requires. This is fact, this is factual, okay? That is how we gain weight, is by having more calories going in than we have going out. So from a scientific standpoint, you do not have a deficit. You, you are not lacking energy. You're actually having more energy than you require, hence the weight gain or being overweight. But coming back full circle to this you know, discussion of energy drinks, what are they? They are designed for busy people who think they need more energy. Sounds great. Typically what they contain inside of this magical, mystical drink that is gonna give you boundless energy contains caffeine, some vitamins, some minerals, some amino acids depending on the type, and oftentimes sugar. And this is where people, they start to put this notion of magic on a certain product or supplement or drink, for example. They think it's the energy drink, I can't live without it. When I have them, I feel great. When I don't have them, I feel shit. Maybe it's just the caffeine, which is stimulating your nervous system, giving you better cognitive ability, meaning your reaction time is faster, you can think more clearly and you get more shit done. The same can also be said for sugar. If you have sugar, you're going to have more energy. Your blood sugar levels will rise. You will be able to perform physical activities and mental activities, exercises, tasks faster and to a better quality of degree because you have more cognitive function. Cognitive function is brain function, by the way. But here's the thing. If you spend the majority of your day inactive, sitting at work, you do not need an energy drink. If you are a sedentary individual, if you do not play sport or complete any long distance or long duration activities, you have no business in drinking energy drinks. Red Bull, Monster, V, Mother, Rockstar, whatever it is, pick your poison, whatever is the latest and greatest energy drink on the market and the like, they are designed to give you a sense that you can have energy on on demand, basically by snapping your fingers together, bang, you've got more energy. And here's the thing, they're not actually wrong. They're not wrong. Technically, you can have energy on demand. We, we all can. And here's, here's the interesting thing. I'm a, I like to think, I like to think that I'm a logical person, a uh, person. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, but that's, that's my belief and that's the way I try to operate myself. But here's what I want you to think about. Almost anything you eat and drink can provide you with, here come the air quotes, energy. And this energy comes in the form of calories, whether it be fruit, vegetables, meat, dairy, nuts, pasta, potato, whatever. It all provides you energy in the form of calories. But if you're always searching for and looking for more energy in a liquid form or through an energy drink, do you not think that something bigger is the issue? There is something larger at play here, don't you think? Maybe the fact that you have no sustained energy is because you're overweight. Or maybe something like, I don't know, hmm, perhaps your diet needs to be looked at. Or maybe because you don't have a structured strength training program or just a training plan in place, whether it be strength or cardio. Maybe these things should be looked at in greater detail as opposed to, I'll just go to the shelf or I'll go down to the local shops or deli and grab myself 
an energy drink to pump me up and get me going through the day. No, why on earth would you look at those important factors when you can just go and give yourself instant energy in the form of a canned drink? And the same thing can be said for grabbing multiple cups of coffee each day with added sugar. Of course you're going to get a hit of energy. You're adding you know, glu glucose basically into your bloodstream. Sugar in a simple form, easily digestible, easy to be absorbed into your bloodstream, into working muscles and the brain. You get this big initial hit and dopamine response. I feel good. I've had some sugar. I feel alive. I feel like I've got some energy. I'm good to go. Yes, you do get an instant hit of energy and you feel great for a while. Those are the positives. But what happens when it wears off and you start to come down? The crash, the energy crash as it slowly wears off. When that happens, you have one of two options, typically. You either go back for another energy drink or another coffee. Doing this decreases your sensitivity to caffeine and it increases your need for these items. They essentially become a crutch which you have to lean and rely on. So this is what you need to understand. It's called the said principle, specific adaptation to an imposed demand. If you always do the same thing, your body will respond to it. Equally so in the form of nutrition or a liquid, if you drink a certain amount of caffeine over and over again, your body will adapt to it to a point that it no longer gives you a hit or a rush or you feel wired. So now in order for you to get that next hit or to be sensitized, this means basically you have a response to caffeine, you have to increase the dosage, which means you do it more frequently or you increase the dose, whether it's maybe going from a single shot of coffee to a double shot, or maybe it's going from one sugar to two sugars, or maybe it's going from two coffees to three coffees or four coffees. And this is really interesting to go off on a bit of a tangent here. I remember this was in the middle of last year, I think it was, I was out at lunch with uh, my wife and a couple a couple of uh, colleagues and I, I met a gentleman who said that he, he was a shift worker, worked nights and had a rotating roster and all sorts of different stuff. And he told me that he had up to 10 coffees a day or 10 coffees on a shift. I just about fell off my fucking seat. It's like, you have 10 coffees? Basically, his shift was 10 or 12 hours long. It's basically every hour on the hour he's going for a coffee. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Every hour you're having a coffee, you're getting another hit of caffeine. It's like this person has high blood pressure, probably got heart palpitations as a result, not surprised. And this is what happens. You go from one cup of coffee, that gives you a hit or you get a sense of I'm awake, a sense of alertness, shall we say. When that no longer does the trick, you can choose to remain at that level. That's absolutely fine. But if you're always searching for more, a bigger hit, a bigger response, and the one cup isn't doing it, you just increase and increase and increase and increase and increase. And then you start having a form of reliance on that. Whether it be a cup of coffee with the sugar, whether it be that energy drink, so that's option one. You can go back for more and more and more to keep topping up to get that same response. 
because you are less sensitive to that caffeine. Or option two is you abstain from these things or you keep your current level of intake and instead you focus on what I mentioned earlier, increasing your level of fitness, developing your strength, improving your work capacity so that you no longer need more energy because everything that you do in life now becomes easier for you. Does that make sense? When you are fitter, you can do simple tasks or the same task more efficiently. It doesn't require as much energy or effort. The same is true for building strength. Let's say 30 kilos is now heavy for you. If you work on training frequently and developing your strength, because strength is a skill, it needs to be practiced. If you do it over and over again, 30 kilos will now feel light to you. Therefore, you need less energy and less effort and less of your maximal strength to lift that same 30 kilos. Do you see how that works? Ask yourself these questions, the following questions to see if you actually need an energy drink or if you need a big cup of coffee or if it's more of a psychological thing and a change in the way that you think about energy. Do you play sport at a high level? Yes or no? Are you a strength sport competitor? Yes or no? Do you compete in endurance events? Yes or no? If you answered no to all of these questions, then you do not require an energy drink. What you do need to spend time on is improving your diet, the foods you eat, how frequently you're eating, and the quantity of the food in each meal or snack. You need to look at how often you're training, and you need to also increase the intensity of the activities or exercise that you do each week. Because if all you do is low intensity exercise or activity, or no activity at all, if you are currently sedentary, everything is going to feel hard for you. You're going to have to use a lot of energy and a lot of your energy reserves to complete these daily tasks and functions. So therefore, you're looking around the office or you're sitting around and your brain's fried and your body is struggling and you're thinking, how do I fix this? And you think, oh, I've got it, an energy drink. No, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken bone. It is a temporary fix. It is not a long-term solution to fix the problem. When you improve your diet, when you train more frequently, when you increase the intensity of the activities and exercise you do each week, that itself will give you more energy. It will decrease the fluctuations of your blood sugar level. So there's not gonna be this big rise and fall and crash and burn. And it's going to reduce your false need for energy drinks. So that is my spiel on energy drinks. Like I said, it's been playing on my mind I often see advertisements and marketing of these products and I've never truly understood them. But like I said, they're marketed at busy people who need more energy. Like I said, for the majority of us, for the majority of the population, the world, we could, if we choose to, put ourselves in that category. There are times where I feel really fucking busy, really overwhelmed. Could I use more energy and help to get things done? Absolutely. But is it something I should be doing regularly? Or is it something that I actually need? No. 
So I hope that gives you a bit of a, a look into energy drinks and also coffee and caffeine and hopefully dispel some of the, uh, the thoughts that you have on them. And this is what I ask of you. This is where I need you to help pay the fee of this show. If you know somebody, a friend, a work colleague, a family member who drinks these liquids, loves them, has a stock full of them in the pantry, there's just cans and cans or bottles and bottles of these energy drinks and they drink them regularly and they need a reality check. It's up to you to help them kick the habit and you can do that by sending them this episode and educating them on this matter, on this topic. Because a lot of people, they they just get into this cycle. It's a repeating cycle. Not very fit, not very strong. I haven't really looked after my diet for a while. I'm struggling for energy. I need a solution or an energy drink. And then you increase the tolerance level. And then you get to a point where you are desensitized again to it. And then you still feel those needs of, I need more energy. So it's up to you. If you are now aware of energy drinks and what I'm talking about here, it's up to you to pass this message forward to people who need it, to the person or people who need a bit of a kick up the backside and education on energy drinks and the alternative, a better way to combat the false need for energy drinks. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.